Are you a fan of the band Ice Nine Kills? What about the horror movies that inspire them? Well, if you are, you're in the right place. Welcome to a little show that we are calling Silver Screams and Horror Scenes. Uh, I'm Matt. And I'm Austin. Thank you guys for joining us for episode zero. Uh, We're just going to kind of, it's sort of like a trailer, sort of like a pilot episode. We're just going to kind of walk you through what's going on here. Yeah. 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 So, um, obviously, you know, I'm dedicating a whole podcast to one band, Ice Nine Kills. Uh, if you can't, if you can decipher that, I'm a pretty big fan of them. Uh, been one of my favorite bands. Yeah. (laughs) They've been one of my favorites for like over a decade at this point. Uh, and they've, they've really uh, been out that long. Oh, dude, we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so, because the first time I heard of them was, like, 2012, and I'm like, holy shit, it has been 10 years since Yeah, that, that's about when I got into them, too. <laughs> yeah, as as of today, yeah, as of right now, yeah, t- 10 years, holy crap. I know, right? Time is weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so the band Ice Nine Kills, their latest two albums have been the Silver Scream albums, which are entirely uh written about horror movies you know and they're based on certain horror films with each song uh but most of these horror movies i have never seen and that is where my horror aficionado here austin comes in uh would you say you're i'm I'm coming in oh you're coming in bud oh oh (laughs) for sure uh for sure i've been um Probably, I I have been watching horror movies as early as I can remember. For some reason, my parents just thought it was okay for a child, me, to be watching horror movies that they grew up watching. Um, So it just passed down to tradition, basically. And when you have a mom that just loves watching just the most obscure movies, uh, horror films specifically... It's it's like I I can see how it affected me and my brother, and I didn't really think it was weird until I was dating my wife, and I was like, oh, you had a normal childhood, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, uh, being the horror aficionado you are, does your wife like horror movies too? Hardly, uh, very. Uh, <laughs> not that she hates them. But when we first started dating, um, the biggest movie she was into was The Conjuring. And when I had showed her a movie like Amityville Horror, she just kept saying, oh, this is just like The Conjuring. And I'm like, honey, (laughs) this is actually like decades before The Conjuring. (laughs) uh, Not that that The Conjuring's bad, but... Um, right. It was just like, I could tell like her, her taste of horror movies was very like, not as nearly as big as what i you know what i've been into right so um, um that i actually had oh, oh sorry no, go ahead. i was just gonna say i had actually taken her to a horror movie recently called barbarian and she was just so terrified she was like you're not picking a movie again for a long time <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great um but that sort of brings me into our first little segment we're going to do here on the show, uh, you being the horror nut that you are, um, I have a list of questions. I'm going to ask you one question at the start of each episode, uh, you know, that has to cool. do with horror movies and your love for them. 
Uh, and so I think right, my right. first my, question my, my here is going to be for me. <laughs> no, that's you know what? That was actually a horror movie reference, and I didn't even realize oh, okay. that. That's uh. <laughs> Wow, jeez! I guess when you open up the topic, it just it just opens out. There's a um, there's a Stephen King uh, story called Stand, and there's a crazy dude that just says, "My love for you." See, I, I'm <laughs> so, kind of I'm kind of bummed now because I thought you were just proclaiming your love for me on the first episode. I mean, it's gonna happen eventually. Why not? Why not now? Just just be patient. Okay, but uh, well, but, I, I can't. I can't. I I will. Okay, so um. The first question, though, that I want to ask you about your horror movie taste is, uh, what are your top five horror movies? You know what's funny was that I felt like you were going to ask me that. So, I, I feel like it's a good starting point. It's, it's one of those questions, because I thought you were going to ask me, what is my favorite horror movie? But I'm glad you asked five, because there's just so many subgenres oh, yeah. that it's hard to pick a favorite. Or then, plus, I, I just have problems picking favorites in general. Right. But I was literally asking myself that today. I'm like, what is my... I could think of four. And for some reason, five popped into my head. And I was like, do I have a fifth favorite? I mean, you know how I am about my top fives, dude. Oh, yeah. That's probably why. Subconsciously, I probably thought of that. <laughs> that's probably why. I'm like, Matt's going to ask me a question, and it's going to deal with fives. <laughs> um, probably. But the four that I could easily think of, without a doubt, no, like... In my mind, would be the original 1978 Halloween, um, the Night of the Living Dead remake from the 90s, not the 60s one, but I do love the 60s one, though. Um, okay, Return of the Living Dead, Child's Play 2, and if I still haven't came up with that fifth one because it's really hard to could seal it but what i could think of when i was contemplating about was john carpenter's the thing oh okay i think that fifth one could be interchangeable but at the moment that's what i can think of right now where it would be the fifth one. well i i think that's a very strong list and i think you're going to be very happy with these albums uh so that's another thing i want to ask you what is Killer. sort of your relationship with ice nine kills because i know you're not like a big fan of them, but I know you've got some relationship there. So, um, I'll probably talk a lot about this later in the show, but w the time that they were out, I wasn't really into that genre of music. I, I had listened to, from my, from my memory, I think I've only heard one song and that was way back at the time that you had first heard them. Okay. Because you and I personally know somebody that knew the band. Yeah. Um, so when I was like, okay, let me give a listen to, I was not interested from what I knew at that time, they were kind of a band that was kind of, I don't know how to describe, maybe would you say grindcore or in um, that era of like, in, in that era of early 2000 teens, like asking Alexandria pierce the veil kind of band. Yeah. Yeah, they're sort of in that genre, I'd say. Okay. Like the, more like the metalcore. Okay, you know? because, yeah, because um, I, I had heard that, like, once I heard that, for some reason, I was very closed-minded into music at that time. 
I was listening to a lot of like older metal. Okay. And I just for some reason that was not my taste. So I just like cut it out. I was like, I was, I wasn't, I didn't say it was bad. I just was like, this probably isn't my thing. Uh, yeah, that's totally understandable. And, yeah, <laughs> but then later, you know, as I started dating my wife and she had listened to all that music before, I I had realized I was like, I was like, why was I so close minded? <laughs> uh, I was like, it was easy. I'm like, how did I not? I was like, why did I stop there? I'm like, why did I listen to a lot of emo music in the mid 2000s and just stop there? I'm like, no, 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 this is where it ends. Um, I don't, I don't know. Right. But um. That that is kind of where my standpoint is. So now with more of an open minded music, um, I mean, I literally listen to, I mean, you name it. I mean, from classical to <laughs> freaking video game music to the deathcore music to trap, rap music, right? Country, uh, jazz, old jazz, and yeah. So that I'm really curious to actually listen to them now with that open mindset to see how much of that difference, you know, kind of change. Right. Well, in that case, you know, I'm going to say I definitely think you're definitely going to like some of it. Okay. I don't think you're going to like all of it. Okay. But but they have sort of like a wide range of sound on every album. Mm-hmm. I th- I think you'll find some stuff you like and some stuff that you're like just sort of blown away by how much of the certain horror movies they drag into these songs. Okay. Is there a lot of samples? It, it's impressive, and I, I hope you enjoy it. Are there, like, audio samples um, from the movie that are into it? I'm not gonna get into that Okay, yet. Okay, yeah, when we get there, when we get, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there when we get there. But, um, yeah, me, on the other hand, I have been obsessed with this band for, like, going on over a decade at this point. I've seen them live a bunch, I've hung out with them, like, I have been obsessed for years. Yeah. And I am so happy that I'm going to be able to talk about them every episode. Right. Um, and, and, and you know, band. Oh, I was going to say, sorry. I was going to say that bands tend, I noticed, no, tend to hit different. You tend to love, like, like or love them more when you've had a personal, you know, like thing with them. Because there's been members of bands oh, that 100%. I've met. Yeah, there's been members of bands that I've, like, met. And then I like listen to their music and I'm like, oh, it's okay. But personally, I like, I, I think I like their music more because I know them more on a personal level too. 100%. I definitely get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you asked earlier something kind of interesting about like how long they've been around. If yeah. you had to take a shot at a year of when this band formed, what year would you guess? Okay. So if I would have had to have first heard them in 2012. Uh, I imagine they have already had an album out, a studio released album, at least their second or third. So if you want to jump that back, maybe a couple years. Uh, and, and we're talking about when they first formed before there was even any yeah. deal. I would say at least the mid 2000s, probably like like as like either either as a high school band, you know, like first meeting each other. Or or something in that regards, I would at least imagine at least the mid 2000s, maybe even before. So, yeah, uh, Ice Nine Kills was formed in the year 2000. Oh, wow. That's even way earlier than I would get. Yeah. So they've been a band for 22 years at this point. That just proves that if you're going to do something you love, never stop doing it. Right. Oh, dude, for real. Like, (laughs) 
Because, like, a lot of people, you know, they give it the two-year try and then they quit because nothing successful came out, you know. And then it's like, sometimes it's not about the fame. Sometimes it's just about doing what you love and then the fame happens to catch on later on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I honestly think that's part of the reason I love them so much is, like, uh, when I first started listening to them, they weren't big, you know, like, they were kind of known in the scene. Right. But, like, the first show I went to, there were, like, ten people there. Mm-hmm. And now they are selling out tours. Right now they're opening for Slipknot. Oh, like, wow. It, it's, yeah. it's awesome to watch a band go from something so small to just taking over their scene. There is a, um, an older buddy that I jam with. And when I mean older, I mean he's probably at least 30 years older than me. But he was right. telling me about, he's like, what you do is you go to those local shows. He, he's talking about going to the machine shop. And he's like, um, you know, you just go there, you just become a regular. If you really enjoy their music, you become a regular, you buy their merch. He's like, they'll let you backstage. And he's like, if you stick with them for a long time, you'll see them, you'll see them, you know, start to open up for other people. You'll start seeing them play bigger venues. And then when they hit that big venue, next thing you know it, you don't even have to pay for backseat, you know, access. And you're meeting, <laughs> and you're meeting bigger bands, you know, that are just a part of the show. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> you right. know? Oh, yeah. It, it's insane to me. But, um, okay, I guess we should kind of get into this. So, uh. Obviously, each song in the albums is based on a certain horror movie. Uh, so the way the podcast is going to sort of go is right. Austin has never heard these songs. Nope. I haven't seen most of these movies. Uh -huh. So we're going to check out the songs. Austin's going to use his horror knowledge to try to guess which movie that song is based off of. And give his thoughts. on. Or it. am I judging by the name of yeah. the title? Or... I th I think you should we should go title first, see if you can guess it, and then listen to it, and then still go and see if you can get it then. And if not, I'll just yeah, I'll give it to you. Oh, okay, okay. X um, gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. I am X. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna get Austin's input on the songs, and then we're gonna go to break, and we're gonna watch these movies, and come back and give my input and Austin's input on the movies. Not only that, we're gonna try to figure out which song best encapsulates encapsulates that sounds right that last one english yeah okay we're we're gonna find out which song best uh catches the spirit of the movie mm -hmm. and then austin is gonna try to find out his favorite song of the bunch and i'm gonna find my favorite movie of the bunch uh, and we're just gonna find a whole bunch of winners here bunch, maybe some losers bunch of wieners a whole bunch of wieners here uh, <laughs> if it's just gonna <laughs> unravel that whole package of kogels. <laughs> so uh we are starting so there's two silver scream albums you know the second one is a sequel and we're actually going to start sequel first uh being that it's more recent and also this has the most amount of movies that i haven't seen so i figure that'd be sort of a good jumping off point for the show uh oh, however yes this album does start with two tracks that are not based on movies. And that is the opening night intro. And then the song welcome to horror wood. Uh, and so I believe right now, Austin and I are going to take a listen to both of those. We're going to come back and get Austin's thoughts on it. Yeah. I think sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So yeah, we're going to check out those two tracks and we'll be back with Woo! Austin's thoughts. Yeah! <laughs> Welcome to Horrorwood. 
Welcome back. Uh, we just got done checking out opening night and welcome to Horrorwood. Uh, Austin, first thoughts. Okay, first thoughts. Do you want me to go into the opening night part? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first, um, what I liked about that, I love that it gave that introduction feel of like when you watch a movie based on a true story. Uh, I do love that it's a concept album. Um, I'm I'm gonna just, just start that there. I love that it's a concept album, and so it's it's blending that horror movie into making an album and how most true story horror movies go is that they started off with that narration and you know like this right. is the story you know uh like most commonly texas chainsaw massacre is one of the like first ones to do it and then like movies like the strangers and you know a lot of those um that's what that i do like that i love that they made that its separate track just for that reason oh yeah um and as for the welcome to horrorwood um yes the first thing i noticed was the lyrics was the uh lyric what is that called lyricism yeah um <laughs> i do love that one of the specific lines was silence the critics because right. as a horror fan you know that a, a horror movie could be great but critics are going to hate it <laughs> like, oh yeah i think the what what was it like silence of the lambs was like the only movie horror movie to win best picture like ever and and they and after that that like gave the 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 term thriller they're like oh it's not a horror movie it's a thriller movie like no it's a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so i do i do like that part of it and i and i love that the lyrics um it's asking the morality for wanting horror movies. You know, it's asking, am I more bad than good? Um, because it's like, it does kind of seek into that psychology of like, why do I never really thought of that? Yeah. Like I thought, I thought about that. Like what goes into the psychology of liking horror movies? Like we're watching people just get, especially if it's a slasher movie, just get like obliterated and your worst nightmares. And, we just seek out to watch that shit, you know, for people that are fans of it. Um, but as for the music, it it is catchy. I do like that. It's a nice intro to the album. And, uh, and lastly, I loved the, I'm not going to lie. The part of the song that really musically that got me was the, uh, was the breakdown at the end. It happened a little bit earlier, but by the end, when it happens, when it reprises by the end of it, I was like, Ooh, <laughs> i was like that was a, a pretty good breakdown well hell yeah so i actually i i feel like i can take the time for each of these songs to come up with a top three favorite moments okay and i i've done that with this if you want to hear them yeah yeah so uh no i don't my... just stop we're just okay okay <laughs> never mind never mind i'm done all right um so, uh, no particular order. My favorite moments are at 49 seconds when the instruments and screaming kicks in and it goes from zero to fucking 100. Oh, and welcome to home. I was, I did forget to mention that because, like, usually you expect when, you know, when, when, uh, when it comes to this genre, you know, of course you have, like, the more what should I say? Soothing vocals, the more like, um, right. 
vocals that are like pleasing to listen to and then you know switches into that metal and the, the, the screaming part of it and generally you kind of get an idea when that's going to happen this one didn't take me too by surprise but it did kind of like oh okay we're here and it was like <laughs> right. it was like a rush into it and it was like oh that that grabbed me you know oh yeah and i so, will yeah, say i i do agree with you on that they they kind of do that. I won't say a lot, but there's there's a few different songs where that sort of happens, where it's just like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, another favorite part of mine is the guitar lick at a minute and seven seconds uh, during the first verse. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember. But it's just kind of like. I know exactly. It kind of does like a downward uh, sound, almost like a wah or yeah. or a whammy bar. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that part. It gets me every time. And then mm-hmm. uh, my favorite part in the song is from a minute fifty six to two fifteen, where there's the acapella section leading into a breakdown. So how's this for an establishing shot? I don't know. I just, I, I fucking love that so much. Yeah, that was right before the first one, right? Because I think there's only two breakdowns yeah. in the song, right? Yeah, there's like the one in the middle and the one at the end. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. that that lead up to the first one with the just the acapella and the ending on the uh, how's this for an establishing shot? Yeah. Right oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like, I forgot about yeah. And and that's that's the thing too. It's yeah. like aside, you know, aside. It really goes into the concept of Hollywood and making horror movies, and I, and I really do like that. Even if I didn't like the song, yeah. which I did, which I, I really did like the song, um, but even if I didn't, it just just basing it by the lyrics, I do like that it kind of it, it blends that um, that talk of making a movie, but then also questioning why are we making the you know the movies and. People fighting to right. be in 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 for what, what was it? It was like a call killing for a callback. Um, yeah, like anyone would kill for a callback or something. Yeah, because like to me that's that also puts the horror side of film to the side and just goes in Hollywood in general and and how a lot of people just they just starve to be in a movie or something and you know it, it's it'll be something small and minor and they realize you know maybe acting isn't working out or maybe writing isn't working out <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh yeah but hell yeah I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it uh i will say this is one of their more uh radio sounding songs okay you know like uh i, I think the next song that we check out on episode one is gonna go a little bit harder Gotcha. So just so you're saying that's that. kind of more of like the catchy earworm song to kind of make it like a radio hit kind of like thing. Yeah. Like if there was going to be a single, that would be the single. Yeah. Like they, there's a few songs on every album, you know, that they do where it's like, okay, this is the single, you know, like this is the one. You yeah. Hear on, like, they're like, okay, we got the rock radio. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, it's funny. I listen to all genres of like albums and you always notice that one, especially it's even funnier when it's not a hit. <laughs> Cause you're like, okay, you were trying to make this the, you're the hit, <laughs> oh, yeah. especially when it's a terrible album. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. I do. It, it's weird. You can't describe it, but you know it when you hear it. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's sort of where this, this one sort of like sits that line between single, but still has those like, nasty breakdowns 
Yeah. Yeah. So to you, is this like a song that is you like it, but it's not your favorite? Yeah, this is sort of a middle of the road song for me, I'd say. Yeah. Like you can't bash it, but you're not going to be listening it to as often as the other songs. Off the yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of weird when it comes to like bands I really like and albums I really like because I'll just listen to them all the way through, like constantly. Like, oh, especially no, that's, like, when I'm that's, driving that's and stuff. <laughs> so I don't know. Some albums do get like that where you, where you would um what song? I think American Idiot is kind of like that to me. Um. Because uh, Green Day's American Idiot. Because it's like once I start Jesus of Suburbia, I have to listen to the whole song. Oh yeah, like I, it's like I have to listen to every part of it. And <laughs> that's just one example, but there's a lot of songs or albums that are like that. Because some songs they fade into another song. You're like, well, I got to hear the song after that. Right. <laughs> I can't, can't just listen to one without the other. Well, all right, awesome. Um, I think we should wrap up this episode zero here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sort of get the ball rolling on the next episode where we're actually going to start into the songs and the movies. Um, so was this movie based off of? Was the song based off of this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. I still haven't figured that. First episode, he's got me. I don't know what fucking movie <laughs> it is. <laughs> and you never will. Actually, though, I, I think you pretty much nailed it because I. Uh, like every other song's based on a movie, whereas this is just based on like movies and film in general. So I think yeah, it, it's I think it's, pretty much it's following it. less of a specific. Yeah, so it seems like it's following less of a specific movie and more of the format of a movie. Yes, yeah. it seems like. And um, I think um, you ever heard of a band Avatar? I have heard of them. Because they have, now that I think about this Welcome to Horrorland, I think they have an album that's like a concept album about the singer being a king. And like their first song is Welcome to Avatar Country or something in that nature. It could just be called Avatar Country. But uh, so I do see where like the opening night is following the movie theme while that was being like an introduction, introduction. Right. um, Musically. But yeah, no, I'm really. Concept albums are a thing. I I don't know if I had an opinion on it when I was younger, but now I'm like, if it's done right, it's really great. <laughs> oh, I totally agree. I love a good concept album. I think that might be why I like these albums Hell so yeah. much. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Heck yeah. So yeah, uh, you know, subscribe if you want to listen to the rest of the album with us and check out these movies with us. Uh, I think Heck that's. Yeah. Hope you guys are willing to stay tuned with us to follow our journey with the second episode or the first one, the first real one, I should yeah. say. Yeah, we'll call that one episode one. Yeah, the next one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, hope you guys are looking forward to it as much as we are. And uh, I don't know how to end this. Awesome. Say say something. Gabagoo. Bubble boy. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. This podcast has been brought to you by Very Fair Productions. Uh, That's very fair.